0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: And with you tonight, it's Aria, Nikki, and Bonnie. A New Hampshire court has ruled that a license plate has to be manufactured. This This person in New Hampshire wanted a customized license plate that said, Cops lie. Yep. As in police officers lie, which they do. And for whatever reason, someone told him no. Someone in city government said no. And he fought it all the way to the Supreme Court, and evidently he won.
2: Right. This is from uh, NBC5. It says, If a New Hampshire man thinks cops lie, he's free to say so on his license plate. The state's highest court ruled Wednesday. In a unanimous decision... The state Supreme Court agreed with the arguments of David Montenegro, who wanted the vanity plate reading, Cops Lie, to protest what he calls government corruption.
1: Well, he's not wrong, right? I mean, cops do lie. They're trained to lie. And they get away with it. And one of the biggest problems in America today is that people operate under this belief that cops do not lie, that the FBI agents do not lie, and that... The, the system doesn't lie, but it does all the time in order to get its way.
2: Yep. The, the prosecution wouldn't be lying to us. They're just, you know, they must be right. So guilty. Now, this was
1: this was an actual license plate that he wanted, right? I see. Because I'm not a fan of this. I, this is just giving more money to the state for them to use mm-hmm. to drop bombs on people. And I, I understand you're paying for it to say cops lie. And that's. That's amusing, but you could also just get a bumper sticker yep. that says the same thing and it wouldn't help the state. It wouldn't directly fund the state.
2: The thing I like about this is just that they told him he couldn't have it just because
1: um, it'll get into why. I am curious what justification they think they had for this because it's not profane. I understand profanity. Yeah. You should be able to get profanity if you want, but there's nothing profane about cops lie. It's just right. an opinion.
2: It says state law prohibits vanity plates that quote a reasonable person would find offensive to good taste
1: unquote. Well, cops lying is definitely offensive to good taste, but pointing out that cops lie, cops lie, yeah, I, I don't agree that that's offensive to good taste. Right. But I see why this person would have a hard time fighting that, and I, I can see why the city or whatever government you know said no. Just so- thought
2: no one was gonna tell them they can't do that.
1: Have they met libertarians in New Hampshire? Because, of course, they'll say, yeah, no, you can't do that. And they'll fight it all the way to the Supreme Court and they will win. It says the New Hampshire
2: Civil Liberties Union argued that the law is unconstitutionally vague and gives too much discretion to a person behind the Department of Motor Vehicles counter.
1: I definitely agree with that. Uh, What
2: like what is good taste? Like that could like, literally the, mean anything, yeah. Right. The picture of the naked lady in that uh, woman's living room—that was fine for her, but in bad taste to my parents. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Who makes this consensus of what people find to be in good taste and in bad taste? And are they are they doing this via poll or is this via ballot? How how hmm, are they finding right. this out? I, and-
2: I feel like most New Hampshire people would not find that in bad taste.
1: I don't know if they would or not, but even if they do, I I don't think that this person's free speech should be curtailed because some people find it offensive. I think just whether it's vague or not, I think the law is probably unconstitutional because the person has the right to say things that most people find to be in bad taste.
2: It says New Hampshire had argued that state workers were right to deny the plate because the phrase disparages an entire class of people. Oh my gosh, police officers. <laughs> right. Police it, it,
3: officers are not a class of people.
2: Right. When I first heard that, I said, oh, the class of people who are trained to lie.
3: I was just going to say that there's plenty of other ways to put a message out on your car, like we mentioned bumper stickers or ways to customize your car to make it unique. That give other businesses money and not the state. So I think there's better ways to do it. But if you are going to get a vanity plate, this would probably be the one to get.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I don't disagree.
2: During the arguments, it says, answering a question about whether a plate reading cups are great. GR8 would be approved. Senior Assistant Attorney Gerald Richard Head. His name is Richard Head. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I had to stop for a minute because I didn't, I didn't catch that at first. Wow, yeah. that, That's what, hilarious. Th- this is the prosecutor again, right? That, no,
2: he's a... Oh, wait. He, um, he's
1: an attorney for the government, right?
2: Yeah, it sounds like it. So, and his uh, name is Richard Head. Richard Head. <laughs> sounds okay. legit. Assistant Attorney General Richard Head. Oh, Attorney General. I don't know, but he's some lawyer. He acknowledged that... And t- he works
1: for the government. You can't make this stuff up. You man. can't make that up. See, this is how I know there's a God, right? Because... <laughs> Only a God has a sense of humor to put me yeah. in a universe where where that guy, Richard Head, is the assistant you, uh, is the assistant attorney here. <laughs> the, the district attorney, the assistant district attorney, whatever it was, the attorney general. Otherwise, otherwise you don't get that. And like if your name is Richard Head, like that locks you into into one to one of you two of careers. A yeah, you've got to become a lawyer. And you've got to work for the state. You can't be a, <laughs> you can't be a defense attorney with a name like that. No. It's like
2: no one in his entire family stopped his mother from this. Like, <laughs> she probably name...
3: did it on purpose. She's <laughs> like, she this is like hilarious. Him.
2: Well, anyways, so uh, attorney R- Richard Head acknowledged that two different people could come to different uh, conclusions, saying whether or not cops are great would be granted or not. And he- I mean, that's
1: in bad taste, right? That's right. the problem, right? Is that-, that two different bureaucrats can come up with...
2: Exactly. That's why he had to acknowledge it, but he did you know...
1: To some bureaucrats, it's not in good taste. For whatever reason, they may decide it's not. I would suggest, like Nikki said, that it's not good in taste to have... It's not in good taste to have cops are great as your license plate. But if you have a situation where a bureaucrat can decide that something is offensive or isn't offensive, it's just on their whim or through some unknown criteria that hasn't been explicitly spelled out, then... You're but ba- you but you have a tyrant, and the person who's going to work for the DMV. I don't know if anyone's ever been to the DMV, but they're not friendly there. They tend to be little tyrants, and they they like it, and they love that little slice of power they have over people.
3: Yep, it's like um that scene from I believe it's the movie Zootopia. It's like a children's cartoon, and everyone that works at the DMV in the movie is a sloth. Oh, I've never seen it.
2: I did see it, but it's it was a funny so long scene. ago. <laughs> Well, this is kind of interesting. It says, after court in November, Montenegro, who in 2012 legally changed his name to Human, so why haven't they been calling him Human this whole time?
1: Human is his name? Yeah, it's like his just, name. And just, just human. Been,
2: yeah, I guess in its lower case. Hmm. Said he thought police officers who might pull him over and have to type cops lie into their computers would amount to, quote, the perfect situational irony.
1: That's great. He's not again. He's not wrong. I want to hear more about him changing his name to Human. Right, and why did yeah.
2: they say that the last paragraph of the article and just call him David Montenegro the whole time?
1: Yeah, they did name this dude the entire time. It sounds like there's a real philosophical or spiritual reason yeah. that I, that he would name himself Human. And you said in all lowercase. That's not something someone does arbitrarily. He did that for a reason. Meta is freeing the nipple. And that that means they're going to allow... uh, I don't know exactly when they're going to begin allowing it. Topless women, trans people, and non-binary people to post pictures of themselves. No men, though. They're going to ban the men now. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the ultimate irony. Uh, I kind of wish they would, you know, just just so that all of the men out there who never thought anything about posting a topless pic would suddenly go, oh, wait, this is actually pretty messed up, and we were making women deal with this for the last century and you
2: know what's weird about it is like if the only explanation is well it might be sexual to men who like the look of boobs there are probably women out there who like men pecs you know
1: well there's there certainly are right i mean
2: i don't really get the that it's not exactly the same thing and what if it is sexual yeah
1: you know who cares Fair point. I I never understood what this was all about anyway. And when I first began transitioning, I I wanted to find out where exactly Facebook would draw the line because Mm -hmm. up until then, my entire life, I ran around topless most of the time and no one ever gave me a hard time. I wouldn't go into like a grocery store topless, but if I was Mm -hmm. just like out at my house, there was a 90 something percent chance I was going to be topless just because that's that's it's pretty comfortable. It, especially if you live in Mississippi, where it tends to be it's warm, hot right? And humid there. Yeah, it, not so not so comfortable here in New Hampshire, where it's like actually it was like 45 degrees today. It was amazing it was nice, today, yeah.
2: But it was really hot last summer. Oh my god, I, I couldn't wait for summer to be over this year and for it to turn cold.
1: I'm ready for some snow, man. I don't want to get into a weather report, right? But it, it is is—it's surprising to me how little snow we've gotten this year. Like, this is not what I know New Hampshire to be. No, I kind
2: of like
3: it. It's been strange the past, I would say, five years. It seems like we'll get a couple snowstorms, like a couple blizzards, but then it'll all melt and we won't have any. And then later, like March, April, then we'll really start to get snow. It's just it's so not weird. how it used to be when I was a kid.
2: And so- some some local told me at my job last year, like, oh, this winter wasn't cold enough, so the maple syrup's going to suck. And then my boss was like, don't listen to him. Locals like to just sound like locally. And <laughs> I've had two containers of maple syrup that didn't taste very good, yeah. which shocked me. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't understand why it would taste any different. It's j- just one ingredient, maple syrup. Well, I, yeah,
1: the it, cold it, is what... It could be different per tree as well, you know.
2: Also, one of them is technically from Brattleboro, so maybe I should... That's
1: probably why from it tastes bad. ...over the border. Yeah, it, it's tainted with hippie. Right? <laughs> you don't want that. You need
3: the northern Vermont.
1: Yeah, okay, what? don't you have... You just have crunchy hippies there instead of yeah, your... Yeah, the cool hippies, hippies are up there. But it is supposed to snow <laughs> this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it because... You know, my first year of New Hampshire, um, I was driving an older vehicle and the something the gas pump went out in it. And that meant I had to drop the gas tank and take that apart and replace the fuel pump inside of the gas tank and then put it all back together. And this is a monumental test. This is well beyond what I would normally consider doing for vehicular repair. But at the time I didn't have a whole lot of choice, that was the way to go. And there was like a solid foot of snow on the ground when I had to do this. And it's just one of those things where, like, it sucks. But th- there's not going to be less snow tomorrow. And it's yeah. not going to be any warmer. So the only thing you can do is get out there and do it. And... Wait, was
2: this, like, en route? No. Oh, okay. Oh, God. No, like, was... on the side of the road? That's what I was imagining.
1: Oh, God, no. I would never have That'd done That would be, like, in... impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so this was in the driveway, but still it was... At least a foot. And this was in November, I think. And you weren't
2: quite so used to it being cold. I remember when I first got here, I was like, it's so cold when it was in the 40s.
1: (laughs) I mean, we could have planned something in celebration of this free the nipple thing, because here on Free Talk Live, we without even trying to be like none of us ever sat down and talked about this in advance. Right. It just we all approach it from sort of the same perspective, which is, well, duh, obviously if a woman wants to take her shirt off, she should have that right. And if they want, if she wants to post that on the internet, she should have that right. None. We never discussed it beforehand. There was never any plan before. And I think some free talk live hosts who used to be on the show, like a number of years ago, were also free the nipple advocates. And is it's just curious how this issue that isn't really like related to libertarianism. That there's no direct connection between hashtag free the nipple and hashtag free the people. I guess. But still, here we are, advocates of free the nipple, and it's. It's happening in some minor ways. the board of over the oversight board has ruled that the old policy of Facebook and Instagram, which is that toplessness was only permissible on men, is based on a binary view of gender and a distinction between male and female bodies, which makes ruling about bearing nipples unclear for those who do not identify as women
3: so it seems like to Facebook or meta rather this is more of. Like a tra- not just a trans issue. Like also non, and there's so many genders nowadays. It hard, it's hard to keep up. But like trans, non-binary. Like it seems like this is more
2: about not uh, hurting their rights instead of just like, oh, everyone should be able to wear or be naked. So it is kind of yeah, weird. That's what it seems like.
1: It is definitely weird because they're not they're not taking the perspective that it's discriminatory to apply a policy to women but not to apply it to men, which is obviously the case that's obviously discriminatory instead they're saying it's based on a a, an idea that there's a difference between male and female bodies and that idea is fundamentally false so they can't say that this is a male body or this is a female body
2: which is also valid it's not like i'm saying it's not valid it's just kind of interesting like oh never would have just been like everybody should be able to be topless no matter who they are and that's the thing it's just but it's a
3: little sad that it's not because they don't want to be hypocrites, or they don't want to discriminate yeah. against people. It's they don't want to. They, they, they don't, don't want to wade into
1: the discussion about what is exactly. a woman and what isn't. Yes, exactly.
2: But I didn't really expect like Facebook executives to be suddenly like really principled or anything. So
1: well, I didn't either. But it's still it's still disheartening that the way that the "free the nipple" thing was won was by people saying, "Well, you can't prove that's a woman." Or you can't prove that's a man.
3: And you know what? This should have happened years ago. Like this should have happened in the 60s or the 70s where women can just be topless as men are. You know, why, why is it taking until 2023 for a company like Meta? to you know speak out against this you know this should have just been normalized long ago
2: there are some uh cities even that right now you're allowed to be topless in like austin texas i've done it there
1: Keene is one of them you can be topless in Keene.
2: oh oh cool i I think i I did hear that i I think the
1: whole state of new hampshire is uh as long as you don't touch yourself in a in in a a weird way i can't think of the word they use but he, you can't, like, fondle yourself in public, basically. And they, I sort of understand that. But if you're just being topless, they they have no issue with it.
3: If you want to cut off body parts, you know, getting your appendix removed is mutilation. That's so people,
2: point. you know. And people, like, voluntarily just get their tonsils removed when it's not, like, yeah. bursting like an appendix. And it's just, so. it's
3: very ironic because Republicans are always, like, and conservatives are, like, oh, like, always boasting about freedom and... But they only want the freedoms that they like. Certainly. They don't right. want,
2: you know, Republicans and LPNH.
1: Yeah. Well, Meta originally had sixty days to respond to the board's recommendation. It moved forward to lift the ban, as first reported by the New York Post. So Meta has already apparently moved forward to lift the ban on topless picks. However, the new policy to allow bare breasts has been a long time in the making. In two thousand sixteen, women took to the streets. In the Free the Nipple movement to desexualize images of bare breasts, and it came about when pictures of women breastfeeding were censored or flagged as nudity. As we talked about previously, that, that still boggles my mind. The movement gained traction in 2013 after Facebook removed clips from the actor Lena Esko's documentary Free the Nipple, which sparked protests outside of Facebook headquarters. I, I've never seen Free the Nipple, but I can speculate that it's about exactly this, mm-hmm. and it's a documentary about exactly this fight, and... She made a documentary about it, and Facebook removed clips of it for having nipples in it. So they, like, literally proved her point. Yeah. Good job, Facebook. And many women argue that while hate speech goes uncensored, their nipples are flagged as dangerous. One of the things that I saw someone put forward a long time ago was, like, it was this little clip-out art of men's nipples. It's like, anytime you have a, a topless photo, but whenever you want to upload it, yeah, just... just- just copy the male's nipples over and paste them into your photograph and everything will be fine, right? Because it's it's the female nipple that they, they can't stand. And that's yeah. what's
2: so weird about a lot of the breastfeeding pictures is like, shouldn't you not be able to see the nipple? Yeah, I don't think but you'd think.
1: I've I never spent a lot of time looking at breastfeeding, I don't study them. I think you've got to be kind of a weirdo to <laughs> sit there and like study a breastfeeding photo to see if there's something in there that is, I don't know, titillating or upsetting. I don't I don't know what these people are looking for. It's a baby eating. I don't I don't why I I don't understand why anyone even takes a picture of that unless it's for like the cover of Time magazine or something like that. It's just a baby eating or your wife feeding a baby. I don't see or a girl feeding a baby. I don't see any point in taking a picture of that, but whatever, to each their own. CEO Mark Zuckerberg tried to justify this in two thousand eighteen, saying it's easier to build an AI system to detect a nipple than what is hate speech. So that was So Mark Zuckerberg's argument is that it's easier to build AI to detect a nipple than hate speech. And, I mean, yeah, probably. But, like, that doesn't make it right. It's so simple to me. Like, if you don't support drag shows, then just don't take your kids to them.
2: Well, they think in this instance, all of a sudden they care about all kids and they must protect all kids
1: oh suddenly it takes a village
2: yeah is that what they're saying oh, yeah so right. they, they
1: they did they read that particular book by i think hillary clinton no oh. i think it was hillary clinton who wrote it takes a village
2: um she definitely said it i didn't know if it was a book or not but that's definitely hillary clinton i mean that's
1: basically i the idea right that parenting isn't something that one family does or one parent does or two parents do or one family it's something that all of society does. Yeah,
2: I hate that idea.
1: And it justifies this idea that if a parent does a, does it in a way that they don't like, then they're justified in intervening. Right. So if they raise their kid to be anti-state or whatever, then the state is justified in intervening with that. It's a slippery slope. And I'm shocked to hear the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire going down that road. I would expect them to know better. Right. Do they even know any drag queens? Have they ever been to a drag show? Because my experience with most of these people, is the answer is no.
2: Yeah. That, that's what it seems like most of the people that reply to me.
1: Yeah, they've never been to a drag show. They don't know what it's about. They don't know what happens there. And they, they just have this this mind this image in their head of of someone from like Rocky Horror Picture Show dancing and stripping and on a stage for little kids or whatever and that's what they think a drag show is.
2: The other thing is they always try to say that there has been images that have come out that have been like somebody twerking or showing something really inappropriate. And first of all, I'm always like, please send me a link. I want to, I want to like have proof of this. And they never can. And I've Googled similar things. They like to like, googled the phrase that they're literally talking about. And I can't find it. I know I would have seen this on libs of TikTok if it was a thing, but it doesn't matter. Even if I'm just going to give it to them. It's a hundred percent true that there was a drag show. It was made for all kids. And then they got completely naked and twerked and stuff. It, doesn't mean that somebody else can't do an all-ages drag show and do it right and make it, uh, you know, PG. And they can't wrap their minds around that. They just can't.
1: Yeah, and again, you know, if you want to take your kids to somewhere where someone's dancing naked, I don't necessarily see an issue in and of itself with that. Like, these witch covens or whatever where people do similar things, if a a lady wants to take her kids to that, I don't necessarily see an issue. Hmm. Because nudity, as we've been talking about here with the free the nipple thing, is not inherently sexual. It could be, but just because there's naked people there doesn't mean that it is sexual. And someone obviously dancing, uh, twerking naked is going to be a sexual thing. That's a whole point of twerking. But th- there are ways in which could be, this could be done where it wouldn't necessarily be an issue.
3: And I would never go as far to say that that's child abuse. You know, maybe well, maybe I might not agree that it's appropriate, but it's not child abuse.
2: Uh, The thing I point out all the time, because it's just a a stumper, nobody can be not stumped by this, is that Airplane came out in 1980, and it was rated PG, and it has a simulated blowjob scene. Can I say that on there?
1: Well, you did. Well,
2: (laughs) now you can. (laughs) Well, so it has that, and it also has bare boobs, like, bouncing around. Because she's freaking out, and she's just, her boobs are bouncing. And that's PG? Yeah.
1: Is she topless?
2: No, naked boobs, like... So she's Uh, topless. topless, Yeah, not naked bottom. It only shows the boobs. It zooms in and she's like screaming because the airplane is turbulent and her boobs are bouncing and it's kind of funny.
1: Right. They have entire like entire plots dedicated to the relationship between a man and a woman. And that's not grooming. It's not grooming for you to be like, oh, look at the little handsome five-year-old. He's going to be such a yeah. ladies, man. He's he's so cute. That's not grooming or creepy or weird at all. But having these lesbians kissing this kid's movie, that's grooming. Well,
3: Arya, I don't know if you knew this, but if children see gay people, they will automatically be gay. That's that's how oh. it works. You know, that's, well, that's just how it works. That's that what Jeremy Kaufman
2: be. has said to me. He said that... Um, if he he had, knows
1: better than that.
2: He said that if he if he has an opportunity to keep his kids from not needing glasses, then he's going to take it. And he says it's the same thing with not showing his kids drag queens because they may end up gay. They said what? that to That's me on Twitter. Uh,
1: what was he just trolling on uh, Jeremy? I hope so. Jeremy's <laughs> is smarter than that, right? He he knows. He's bound to know that you can't. That it doesn't work that way. What? And I don't understand how the glasses thing happened. I'd have to see this tweet, not, not because I don't trust you or whatever. I'm just I'm trying to process, parse it, and I process things better visually than I do it, by hearing it. And I
2: would like to be able to exa- give exact yeah. quotes. So maybe like on the next break, if you want, I'll pull it up. Yeah,
1: that'd be great because I read things a lot better than I hear things. And it, I hear that and I'm like, I, I can't even begin to understand what he was trying to say. But even then, I mean, there are a lot of conservatives who, who have that sort of mentality. Which is, I don't, I I did a spoof on this because one of my friends received this thing in the mail, this mailer that was like, are you aware of what they're putting in your kids' libraries? And it's about what the public library at the school has in in its category, catalog. And it was just some books like, this book is gay. I can't remember the other examples, but I still have it at home in my fridge because it's really, really, really funny. And these people are just flipping out about this. And, you know, it was some crazy conservative who did it. But like, what, what do these people, is that really what they think? That they, all of their upbringing of their children, their traditional family values, all of that can be completely undone by the sight of one man wearing a dress?
3: Well, and they, they literally think that being gay is a new thing. Like, you know, being gay was invented in the 80s. No one was ever gay before that. They certainly did that about being trans. Yeah. Now there's there's uh, something in the water making everybody gay. It's making the frogs gay. That's literally what they think. But in reality, people have been gay since the beginning of time. The only difference was in a lot of cultures and in a lot of societies, people were murdered for being gay and that's why they just hit it they yeah. did it behind closed doors now we live in a society thankfully where you're much less likely to be attacked for being who you are
2: if you, if you want to look at it you can yeah, now. absolutely thank you you can just scroll down to see the entire conversation all the way to the glasses and everything but yeah i agree that um homosexuality is not a new thing and i think that people in the like really olden days just completely had to hide being gay
3: i've heard before that the bible was mistranslated in really what it was supposed to say in the bible was not to lay with boys yeah so it was more condemning pedophilia not being gay it was like hey stop molesting
1: children and that it, could very well be true, but I can't read the ancient Hebrew to find the out. The only thing that's weird about
2: that to me is why do they explicitly say that you can have sex with, like, prepubescent girls when you take down this specific village and stuff?
1: Yeah, the Bible, it's, it's really horrific. Yeah. I remember when I read for sheriff, someone was like, this poor soul, and they sent me a Bible in the mail. <laughs> and... I know, right? And for a while, I just sort of sat there and I was like, what can I do with this Bible? So I ended up doing satanic Bible studies with it. And that was a lot of fun. And one day those will come back because it wasn't, but I'm not drinking anymore. (laughs) And part of what made that so entertaining was that I was drinking wine the whole time and just ranting, giving these religious sermons about why the Bible was wrong about theft or whatever. But it's very, I just flipped to a random page in it. And on that random page was a little story about 180,000 Assyrians that God killed, uh, that they, just because. And for Sounds those like a who, nice guy. Yeah, for those who don't know, this is a, a, an important bit of throwaway storytelling here because the Assyrians were the ones who figured out that you could take iron and make it into a sword. And if you don't know this, bringing an iron sword to a sword fight where the other guy has bronze, it means you win every single time. They can't do anything to you and you will slice right through their thing. Because iron is just that much more powerful than copper or bronze. so And the Assyrians were the ones who figured out how to turn iron into weapons. So that that was the whole thing. And that was why the Assyrians were specifically mentioned as being smoked there by God. Because they had the iron weapons. And whether the Jews actually won that battle or not is kind of immaterial. But they were making the case that the reason they were able to overcome these these devastating weapons was with the help of God. But yeah, just 180,000 dead Assyrians just randomly my, one of my favorites is, I think it was Elijah, the prophet. He went into a city, if I recall correctly. I may be wrong. And there, some kids laughed at him. And he wasn't happy about this. They laughed at him being bald. They said, ha oh, ha, oh, bald man, shiny head, or whatever. And for that, he, he brought down the curse of God against them, these little kids. And he said, well, you're going to suffer for that. I got you, God, get them. And God killed them. He sent a, what they described in the Bible as a she bear, a bear, an actual bear, like, roar, out of a cave to go and kill and eat these kids for calling this dude bald. And that's like, that's a good story to like, Yeah, go, God. Well, here, <laughs> God just like, He sent a bear to eat these little kids for making fun of this bald guy. And I don't know how to tell you this, but th- that's kind of disproportionate to the offense here.
2: In some, okay, so a little more woke Christians will believe that the Old Testament was like an archon god and the New Testament is is Jesus. So like in Gnosticism, the archons were just like these lesser gods who technically ruled over the earth and stuff, but they're really basically like uh, kind of bad spirits. They're imperfect. They're not the true God.
1: We have Chuck on the line from Washington. Chuck, you're on Free Talk Live. I was uh, raised
0: in the church and a a lot of the things that uh we're talking about here i have struggled with too uh when we're talking about christianity and uh uh these people that particularly the people that want to involve politics with their christianity okay and they want to take uh let's say abortion okay jesus didn't really talk about abortion whether you like it or not right but for somehow some way We've gotten to this area where we need to, you know, let me ask you this. Can you ask Jesus into your heart if you don't have a brain?
1: (laughs) I've never been entirely clear on what that means. I mean, I'm from the South, right?
0: If you're talking about abortion, for example, and I'm going to rail on this because this is the most in-your-face issue that I struggle with as a Christian, and I'm sitting there looking at saying Jesus didn't talk about abortion, but you're talking about some references to the uh, Old Testament that Jesus pretty much laughed at and said, no, I am the only way to God. So these people are <laughs> sitting there railing on this abortion issue, and I'm, and they say, 18 days after conception, you've got a heartbeat. So can you, well, didn't,
1: like, you have a brain? Didn't Christ say that he wasn't here to repeal the law? He was here to fulfill it? referring to the old judaic law so he he didn't he didn't laugh at those laws and said they weren't valid anymore or anything like that he said yeah those are, those are all still correct
2: i don't know i think that by say, when he said he fulfilled it he could have been saying like now those things are atoned for you don't have to live every single day um making sure you stick to the law anymore because i died for your sins and i wish more christians thought of it that way than- but
1: in that case what's the point of morality like yeah, the Chuck, you mentioned accepting Jesus into your heart. I've never been too clear on exactly what that means. And what's if if my right. sins are forgiven, then you why do, do I have to do anything? They're just forgiven. Right. I
0: guess it's your soul and they enter as they, uh, they conflate the soul with the, the heart. And so your soul to,
1: is your heart. And then, of course... Do I, like, leave a plate days? of cookies and milk out for him when I invite him in? I right. mean, what what, what well, is the logistics it's... here? I, I don't know that I... do. I
0: I don't, and this is where I've really had a struggle with in my growth in uh, this whole Christianity thing, along with the whole political thing, okay? And, and there's several other stuff. You're talking about pedophilia. Jesus is the one that told us that anybody that... Tries to entice little the little ones into sin are better to have a, 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 a like a weight wrapped around their neck and thrown to the ocean.
1: The issue with advertising, is we talked about extensively here, and as I continue to rail against it, because the more I think about the advertising model, the more I'm convinced that it just cannot work. And the system as it set up now, it became. I understand where the, what they were thinking when it became this this focused, this targeted on. Oh, this person likes Metallica and Mudvayne. Let's show them this advertisement for the new Metallica album. I understand how it got to that point and what they were thinking. You think, okay, well, we know this person likes music, so let's advertise fifty different concerts to them, and maybe they'll add, maybe they'll buy one of these six. But if you know, oh, this person like r- likes rock music then you're not going to waste time advertising to them Taylor Swift concerts or whatever. So the more you know about them, the better your advertising can be. But somewhere along the way, it became too focused. The algorithms broke. And I'm not in the interest of fixing these al- algorithms, and I don't know that they can be. But now the only way I'm ever going to be advertised about the this Metallica tour that's going on is once I've already learned about it and I've looked up tickets to it, which yeah. I did do. And I said, no, no, thank you. I've seen Metallica live twice. And I held out three fingers. It's really only twice. And they were fantastic shows. I've also heard their new song, and I'm not particularly impressed. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's Metallica, but Metallica was never really a very good band. And they're still not a very good band. They're a progressive metal band. And I realized this only very recently, and I never really gave it any thought, but most of their albums are bad.
3: Is it because you're a Megadeth fan? Is that what it is?
1: No, not at all. But... (laughs) But I do find what Dave Mustaine did to be far more impressive than Metallica did, right? Like, here's a guy who gets kicked out of this metal band that goes on to become the biggest metal band band in the in the world. And he goes, "Well, screw you guys. I'm going to start my own hugely popular metal band, and we're going to be second place." And we're going to rival you guys for being the best. And he did that. Yeah. Right. The odds of one person being in a metal band that becomes successful are extremely low.
3: Yeah. For somebody that cried a lot about uh, Metallica ruining his life, he certainly did well for himself. What but He
2: made Megadeth.
1: Yes. Yeah. They, oh,
2: they Captain, was- oh, Captain actually showed me a Megadeth album recently that's a new one. And I like them more than... Metallica.
1: They they went Christian, Megateth did. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dave Mustaine is a hardcore Christian now. Didn't you didn't know tell
2: by the lyrics or anything. No. I, I didn't hear Jesus or anything in there. No. Hallelujah.
1: The good ones you can't tell. Uh, Lacey Sturm is probably one of my favorite singers today. She was the singer from Flyleaf. Uh, Flyleaf, oh. not a very impressive band. Really like weak Flyleaf. musically. I liked their popular music. It's not like yeah. I listen to whole albums. Well, musically, they were not very good, right? But their singer Lacey Sturm, was phenomenal, one of the best I've ever heard, and I never gave them any thought because the music's so bad. Until one day I was listening to Spotify and it played one of her solo songs, and it was banging. We have Perry on the line. Perry, you're on Free Talk Live.
0: Uh, incidentally, I I was introduced into the Libertarian Party in 1979 by my cousin. Individual. Free wow, Talk that's Talk, OG, man. Rights of others. Okay, I, I'm living and let live. I I I believe that uh, if you gay people are born that way anyway, I believe.
1: And, 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 and we should, I don't, uh, I don't know if I believe you, it or you know, not, man.
0: I just I believe that way, but anyway, I, I also believe, you know, you, whatever color you're, you're born, you, you don't have any in it. You know what I mean? In other words, there shouldn't be racism or anything. If we go by what God believes in, we, we should all live and let live anyway. But so anyway, anyway. If... but the point I want to make is in America right now, we got too many students getting out that don't know how to read or write. We we don't need to have uh, uh, drag people going into schools. We need to start teaching them how great America is. Uh, uh, what you know? What makes America great? After us, that are going to destroy this country. I'm telling well, you. Hold on, Perry. We what what, what, what is our it
1: that makes people. America great?
0: Well, there's a lot of things that makes us great. But let, let well, me. Well, it's
1: clearly me. not the education system, right?
0: Well, no. Edu- no, uh, right here in uh, Arizona, for instance. Uh, the, the 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 new governor, the the, the the money follows the student right now. She wants to stop that. She her name's Hobbs. She's a, she's very evil. She want in other words, let's say you want to put your child in a charter school or a home. school. So
1: public schools make the make America them. great. Am I understanding, and Perry? You're not having a conversation with us. Is, is that correct? That the public school system is what you're saying makes America great. No,
0: I'm not saying that. I'm
1: saying that. Uh, well that's what I want to you know should choice,
0: you should have a choice where you want to put your child like the money was following the cho- child do you understand what I'm saying?
1: yeah we have school choice here in New Hampshire as well as that. there's a school voucher program that they just set up where you can get some amount of money and you can use it to send your kids to a private school if you want and you know that that's a good thing in all of that but you mentioned stuff about you know the, we're going to destroy America and we have to keep America great or however it was you phrased it, phrased it and I'm just curious
0: they're indoctrinating their, 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 their they got this climate change agenda that well shouldn't the
2: point be not to teach them
0: Going on, i'm just saying there's a lot of hoaxes going on i
2: I agree though there are lots of hoaxes And and propaganda being brought in through public school why is so many libertarians solution to that to teach them something else instead of focusing on let's get rid of public schools it's like focus on the cause not the effects you know
1: PewDiePie is probably one of the most popular, successful YouTubers out there. None of us would. I wouldn't know this guy if I saw him on the street.
3: No, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen his videos. I know what he looks like. But yeah, if I saw him in Keen, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's PewDiePie. I wouldn't even recognize him at first. You I don't know. know
2: I think, I, think I, I would. I haven't watched that much PewDiePie. I don't know. I just think I would. But maybe not but most even, of them.
1: And that's just the most popular one. There's countless yeah. others. Like the guy I watch is called Ryukar, and he's maybe got a million subscribers at the most, and no one would recognize this guy. i never heard of him. But they all have merchandise, right? It's like, go buy my T-shirt or my coffee mug or whatever. It's like, dude, who would buy your stuff, right? It got, it, how cringe would it be for me to have a website <laughs> store and people like, Go buy this cup with the Aria logo on it, right? I mean, maybe I'd buy some- it.
2: I was just laughing because I thought you were going to say with you with the rear re- dent guy or whatever. Or I don't know. What, what is the like, YouTuber just said? The car The car. Like if you just had like a shirt with it. I don't know. Because that's what that I would also think. be weird, right? I, like, I always who, think that's so weird.
1: He has shirts that people can buy, but like I have to wonder who's out there buying these shirts. And- I'm not part of this culture that wants to rep your favorite YouTube guy. Is that and what we're dealing with here?
2: Who is like I? I don't know anybody that walks around with I like, bought, Shane Dawson. I bought an Amelia, Amelia Earhart
3: shirt. She's a car girl. Oh, I thought. Oh,
1: I, yeah, I thought she was the pilot. I, was say, oh, I
3: thought she was the uh, pilot. So I, I think Might I said have the, the same uh, name. Amelia Hartford okay. is her name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like. But my best guess is that there is this thing among people somewhat younger than me, I'm assuming, where they, they want to rep the merchandise of some of their favorite people. Whereas I see Rio like, yeah, he produces content that I like, and that's pretty much the end of it. But they're like, yeah, I'm a fan. I have his t-shirt and his mug. And even if no one else ever recognizes them, they know that they're in this elite, maybe not elite, but in their minds, it's probably elite. They're in this elite club. Sarah, you still haven't been hit by a car. That...
4: Hey, um, did you get um, our New Mexico national news about uh, Solomon Pena?
1: Sarah, I don't think that New Mexico news and national news are the same thing. I've, I've never heard of this New Mexico national should news. should
2: be that way, but... Or did she mean that well, New Mexico I mean, made national he... news? That's what I got. He uh, uh, with a famous criminal.
4: He was a formal um, GOP candidate. And he got angry that he lost the election on District 14, so he shot up four of the former politicians' house. When nice. did this happen? So, yeah, the, they finally caught him. When um, did this happen? I, I, think, well, I think he shot him up in December, all the four
2: people's houses. Wow, I didn't hear so anything they, about this.
4: Well, that, well, I mean, our famous criminals, I mean, our criminals made national news. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, well, but Sarah has evidently criminals? they didn't. <laughs> oh, we I never heard about I mean, it, Sarah, is the literal point that we're making. So we're not sure that it made national news or not. Well, we never heard about it.
2: I'm just shocked that this just happened and. It seems like a big deal that a lot of people would be talking about.
1: Yeah, and this person lost an election, and because of this, they went and they shot at four different people's houses, and it took them more than a month to find this dude? NPR covered it. New York Times.
4: Yeah, that, yeah I figured that it was on the, some kind of a... Yeah, NPR or whatever that they're talking about. Oh, no? he
2: paid for other people to shoot them. That's even that's kind of worse.
4: It was uh, $500, you know? And... Uh, yeah, it's just wait. Because... That's all he paid them was five hundred dollars. Seems yeah, like the was... going rate in
1: Albuquerque. I what the hell do you know about the rate <laughs> of hiring a hitman, Sarah?
4: That's so bad if well, it's mean, true. I think, I think one of the people that were in together—that's the
1: going rate. Jesus Christ, thing. Sarah.
4: Well, I think one of the kind of kind of hit is kind of spoil to get a light. set this thing—is that how it goes? If they're one of the suspects. They, they, they kind of turn on the other ones to get a lighter threat. That's what happened. So oh. this is a unnamed person that was a, like part of the team, and then he wound up turning the other ones in.
1: Well, this is why you don't hire hitmen, and if you do, you pay them more than $500 because they're going to immediately turn on you. <laughs> Because five hundred dollars isn't going to be enough to even pay That's for. That's a, a good
2: point. That you wouldn't want them to just be like, "This guy only gave me five hundred dollars. I'll yeah. tell the cops on him."
1: And and there's so much about this story that I don't understand. Right? Like, was he paying them to shoot these at, the, at people or like at their property? What What, what were they being paid yeah. to do here? Yeah,
4: it was at the home at first. Um, they were he was they were, they were kind of shooting them kind of high at early in the morning. And then he said so well, they it's were not like being disruptive, buddy. Yeah. In, in the residence and the homes. And then they told them, well, it's not going to hit anybody. So shoot them uh, later in the afternoon, like in the evening, at eight o'clock and lower. So it will hurt somebody. And
3: so then, they were I,
1: trying I, I to hit I, people.
3: What's in this article oh, I found, really? it says that they were shooting at the homes of four right. elected officials.
2: Yeah. And it says it. One of the bullets went tore through the walls of a 10-year-old girl's bedroom as she slept. So it's yeah. not like, you know, they weren't home or anything. It Good also Lord. says that he took part in one shooting himself.
1: So these people are completely well, they unhinged.
2: That, they, they, they thought it was a firecracker. Somebody
4: was blowing up firecrackers. And then she said, there's a the little girl said there's um, a spider crawling on my face. That was the, the dust from the walls that was landing on her face. You couldn't tell the difference.
1: Who's Arya? The person you're talking to, Sarah. I'm Aria. Jesus Christ! They they let you into the. Well, that's what I'm talking about. See, you play, you you see you're sleazy
4: because I'm you not. called me a slut that yesterday night. See what I'm talking about?
1: I called go- me a whore,
4: a welfare whore. I did. <laughs> you're asking me that I have to write a petty, uh, like a petition letter to get the in a less than sentence with your free talk show. I mean, your your show treats the callers
2: terrible.
1: Not all of them, Sarah. J- just I some never of think them. of
2: welfare whore as meaning actually sleazy or a slut. No,
1: no, welfare whore doesn't mean you're a slut, Sarah. It does not mean that. I, I do not think you're a slut.
4: Well, so you're supposed to be, uh, well, you the libertarian or whatever, and they accepted into the GOP.
1: Yes, but I ran like, as a Republican. You
4: are, you are a Republican, but they see, uh. uh the the third party and then that's a way of um stealing the election
2: Is yes. The right, yes right and infiltrating yes
1: and I was upfront about this from the beginning I literally wrote articles about how I was how I was infiltra- infiltrating the Republican Party like I could not have been yeah. more transparent about this I told them what I was doing and they still made me their sheriff candidate so. <laughs>
4: I, I have no idea. It's so, it's so confusing, you know? Well, it's because they but, don't have
1: uh, any control about it. They just go into the voting box like everyone does and they vote for whoever has an R next to their name. And that's just like you go in and you vote for whoever has a D next to their name. You're probably counting, you're probably voting for countless Republicans who are filed as Democrats and countless Libertarians who have filed as Democrats. You don't know. You don't know anything about the people right, you're voting right. That's for.
4: Like they use that all the time. They claim to be. They announce themselves to be someone so, like I'm a Democrat and they're what you call a Blue Dog Democrat. They most of the time they'll go uh, vote with the Republicans. They're they're just uh, using that as a deception. They're out there doing something different. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, and Democrats yeah, and can't so, do anything about it.
4: Well, until they find their. They find their true colors and they get voted out the next election.
1: Yeah, but that's all you can do is yeah, you I mean, cannot vote for them, right? And the Republicans did not vote for this guy.
2: What's crazy is it actually doesn't it happen that way every time. Like, uh, Matt Santosso is pretty much out about being basically an anarchist. And he got reelected this year and absolutely no one had any uh, questions. And, you know, had went up to him and told him, like, I'm not voting for you again because you're a secessionist, even though they targeted him with articles about it. And this is in New Hampshire. By the way, he's a House of Representatives.
1: All of the money that you have, it partially derives its value from the amount of money that's out there. The more money that's out there, the less valuable any single dollar bill happens to be. So the more money that's out there, the less valuable all of the zeros in your bank account actually are. So having a trillion more dollars out there is not doing anything to alleviate anyone's economic hardships. It's only making those hardships worse. It's making you poorer. It literally makes you poorer for that $1 trillion coin to exist. And certainly there is this huge disconnect where they're like, well, money isn't real. It's just, it's just like the argument that atheists have with um, Christians all the time where, where I would argue that God isn't real, or at least what they perceive to be God isn't real, right? What, what Christians perceive as God isn't real. And they're like, well, how can you say that? God has done this. And they point to all of these things that Christians have done In the name of God. And they don't seem able to disconnect the two concepts where, yes, you can believe in something and you can have an impact on the world because of your belief in that something. But that doesn't make that something real. And it doesn't mean that something had any impact on the world. Like your belief in money and you're acting as though money is valuable. It has an impact in the world. But that doesn't mean that money is real or that it has an impact. It means that you as an individual have had an, have had an impact on the world.
2: I'll even go as far as to say that I really do believe some of these things. Because I've seen it when I was a little kid in uh, Virginia. Like people who were sick and just like got miraculously healed during prayer. I just don't see that, that, fo- that it follows. That God did it. It seems more likely that, you know, the energy of the room. All these people together going up to the front and laying hands on and you know, focusing their energy on this person. Maybe there's something we don't know about energy that healed that person. I love watching videos of it because it's, I mean, you don't you can't know if it's real, if, if it's on a video, but... It's
1: to say nothing of just the placebo effect, right?
2: Right. Like, yeah. if you
1: genuinely believe that these people coming up to you and putting their hands on you is going to heal you, there's a decent chance it's going to heal you. Oh, well,
3: right. absolutely. And it's totally possible for people to heal themselves. Yep. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's God. And I kind of believe that God is within us. Yeah. So I think the Christian perception of God really takes a lot of the personal power and responsibility away from us. It's like no, God didn't do this. I did this. Or like Absolutely. the old thing where they're like, "Oh, ask for prayers." And then it's like the surgeon that, you know, performed the surgery. They're like, "Oh, God did this miracle for us." <laughs> no, that was the surgeon. That was the medical team that did this. You're taking you're taking things away from people and you're you're giving them to God.
1: It is sad. I, I watched my cousin do this like she posted on Facebook years ago. She's like, yo, I'm going to say thank you to God. I got this job or whatever. And I was like, girl, God didn't do this. You did this. You're yeah. the one who put in the resume. You put in the work. You contacted the employer. You did the interview. You got the job. God didn't do it. You did.
3: So researchers develop a device that can use Wi-Fi to see through walls. The drone-powered device exposes vulnerabilities in Wi-Fi
1: security. Is powered by drones? I guess so. That right. that
3: also doesn't Weird. make sense to me.
1: So, yeah, Let, let's get further into this because I'm confused now. I, I sort of understand that the concept behind using Wi-Fi is sort of a sonar or using just sonar. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, why not send actual radar waves into someone's home? But, okay, Wi-Fi's already there, so use that. I, I don't understand. So, tell me more.
3: A team of researchers at the University of Waterloo, not to be confused with the ABBA song, has... With the what? Cr-
1: I don't know what any of that means.
3: The ABBA song? No? That, oh. I didn't know nope, she had a song called
2: Waterloo.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't Are know they, ABBA was a person.
3: No, no, it's uh, a band from Swedish? the 70s. Okay. Yeah, Swedish band from the 70s. Anyways, has created a drone-powered device that can see through walls using Wi-Fi networks. The device, named wi can fly close to a building and then utilize the Wi-Fi network of the inhabitants to quickly identify and locate any Wi-Fi-enabled devices within. The, Wi-Fi, uh, the Wi-Peep, or wi exploits a loophole that researchers call p- uh, polite Wi-Fi. Even if a network is password protected, smart devices will automatically respond to contact attempts from any device within range. The WiPeep sends several messages to a device as it flies and then measures the response time on each, enabling it to identify the device's location within a meter.
1: Stop. Okay, that that sort of yeah. makes sense. Like, your phone is constantly looking for Wi-Fi networks yeah. to connect to, right? And the way it finds them is that it's constantly sending out this message, and eventually a Wi-Fi network says, Oh, hey, yeah, we see you. You can connect here. And then you go through the steps and you connect. So yeah. those messages are constantly being sent out. Like, if you walk into range of your house, your phone is going to automatically connect. Yeah, You don't have to tell it to. It's automatic because it's constantly doing it. So they got this drone that is constantly sending out those sorts of connection requests or those their, their pings, realistically. They're just saying, hello, is there anyone out there? And when one of these devices says back, oh, yeah, hey, we're out here, like your phone will say back to the Wi-Fi router, oh, yeah, hey, I'm here. And so will your laptop or whatever. All of these devices will say, yes, hey, right here. It measures that distance, and yeah. it says, well, this is how far that is. That's scary stuff. That's well, definitely I, an exploit in the technology. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still
2: completely confused. Like, what does that have to do with seeing through walls?
1: Well, it doesn't. It allows it to know where devices are within the building.
2: Oh, so that's it. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, it doesn't allow it to see through walls in the way of sonar, which is what I would have expected.
2: Yeah, it's more like I, what I was thinking, like, see everything in the room.
1: It would, yeah, but now that I think more about it, like, they would just use sonar or yeah. radar. Why, why but not? But then, like, right? people's
2: cars might be going off every time they come home. If they have radar detector in their car, they'd be like, what's going on here? I don't know. I mean, not mine randomly
1: use, does. Not that they use X-Band. Everyone turns yeah. that off, right?
3: Yeah. So, Dr. Ally Abetti, uh, an adjunct c- professor of computer science at Waterloo, explains the significance of this discovery. The y device, uh, the y devices, are like lights in the visible spectrum, and the walls are like glass. Abetti said.
1: Yeah, Using- I like that characterization of it, and I'm not concerned with like the the possibilities that they're seeing here. I'm more, far more concerned about the security implications here because there's absolutely not, there's nothing you can really do about this caller you're on free talk live what's your name
5: one percenter from nowhere
1: one percent one percenter from norway i think he said or nowhere
5: nowhere nowhere oh. what's
1: on your mind tonight
5: um when you were talking about that guy uh head richard head yes right do you know the nickname for Richard?
1: Yes, that's why we were that's laughing. That's why
2: I stopped reading and yeah, was like, we, wait, this guy's name is
1: Richard Head? There was this popular comic book detective, I think he was a comic book detective, in the early 90s, uh, known as Dick Tracy, hmm. and that's because Dick is short for Richard.
2: Right. <laughs> yes. So,
1: yes, we knew about that, and that's what we were calling a teacher, because this guy's name is Richard Head.
2: Like, I hadn't read that whole article yet. I was like, wait, yeah. did I read that right? <laughs>
1: And I paused. I was like, "Could that be real?" I mean, yes we we called as much attention to that as like realistically we felt was warranted. So yeah, was that all you were calling in about tonight?
5: Um, I have another one. Yeah, you guys were talking about fireworks last week. I think it was.
2: Yeah, with the, in China. Okay. Yeah.
5: yeah, but I wasn't in China. Sure. One of my buddies. You know, he's he was connected at the time. So he would get fireworks from overseas and a cargo container, and then he'd bring them over to uh, storage units. Okay. So one time, you know, I got a cake. Well, first I needed a flatbed trailer for this cake. It was huge. It cost me like two grand for this thing. It was all mortars in it. What? Yeah. It went from 3-inch to 4-inch to 5-inch, all the way up to when I was in the, that I was 16-inch. And I was a giant weeping willow. That was It was awesome. Anyway. Yeah, that's very every cool.
2: Time, you exploded the every cake like a... Ro-
5: every time a row of mortars would go off, the flatbed trailer would hop off the ground.
2: So mortars are the fireworks yeah. you're talking about? Yes. Aren't mortars like... Bombs,
1: but they're also they're a type of firework, (laughs) right? Okay, I
2: didn't.
1: They're the ones that shoot that have the tube that shoot up into the air and they explode. Okay, the the same the the same concept is used, I think, in like mortar rounds used by the military, except they like point that in a direction and it goes, and then you know people die. On the subject of surveillance, there is a very little known surveillance program capturing money transfers between the United States and more than 20 countries. Hundreds of federal, state, and local U.S. law enforcement agencies have access without court oversight to a database of more than 150 million money transfers between people in the United States and in more than 20 countries.
2: That's the reason you use Bitcoin. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. The database housed, housed at a little-known nonprofit called the Transaction Record Analysis Center was set up by the Arizona State Attorney General's Office in 2014 as part of a settlement reached with Western Union to combat cross-border trafficking of drugs and people from Mexico. So that was how it began. It was to combat drug trafficking and human trafficking. It has since expanded to allow officials of more than 600 law enforcement agencies from federal agencies like the FBI to monitor the flow of funds through money services between the US and countries around the world. Tracks data because if you weren't paying attention, the transaction record analysis center stands for track. Tracks data includes the full names of the sender and the recipient as well as the transaction amount. Rich Libel Trax director said the program has directly resulted in hundreds of leads and busts involving drug cartels and other criminals seeking to launder money and has revealed patterns of money flow that help law enforcement agencies get a broader grasp on smuggling networks, All of it completely unconstitutional. It's a law enforcement investigative tool, said Mr. Lebel. We don't broadcast it to the world, but we don't run from or hide from it either. The- it's
2: like these people can't understand that just because like, A a common criminal can't get your information due to them having this uh, program doesn't mean that we are just okay with the government having this information.
1: No, they absolutely should not have this information. And what amazes me is that this was created by the uh, Arizona attorney general and now it's being now it's expanded to being used by federal agencies and people in more than 20 countries (laughs) What an insane growth of this organization that hasn't been created by Congress or overseen by anyone. Mr. Wyden, an Oregon Democrat, said the track allows the government to serve itself an all-you-can-eat buffet of Americans' personal financial data while bypassing the normal protections for Americans' privacy. And as you point out, Bonnie, all the more reason for people to use cryptocurrency because then... I mean, if Western Union is tracking all of this stuff and logging it into a database and banks are tracking it, and logging it all into a database and all of them are putting it into this track thing and they're not even telling you, then so is Cash App. So is Venmo. And that's probably how all of this, probably how they got wrapped up in it in the first place.
2: And they try to give you this excuse that, like, it's your elected representatives that are, you know, uh trampling all of your privacy, usually in c- in cases similar to this. But in this case, it's like I didn't elect someone in these 20 other countries. Nope.
1: And I certainly didn't elect the Arizona attorney general right. internal records, including track meeting minutes and copies of 140 subpoenas from the Arizona attorney general were obtained by the ACLU and reviewed by the wall street journal. They showed that any authorized law and law enforcement agency can query the data without a warrant to examine the transactions of people inside the U S for evidence of money laundering and other crimes. That's so again, any law enforcement agency can search this data without a warrant to examine the transactions for evidence of money laundering.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.